It's official, summer is almost here. The sun is getting brighter, the days are getting longer, and your yard is ready for some love. Make sure your flower beds and bushes can handle the heat with special savings on EarthGrow Mulch. Keep the sun off your soil and water in the ground, plus add a fun pop of color that will last up to 12 months. Hurry in. EarthGrow Mulch, five bags for just 10 bucks. Feels like Memorial Day at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Valid May 19th to 30th, in-store only. Color selection varies by store, limit 75 per customer. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's your boy, Taz. Thank you once again for coming back and kicking it with us on the Intro Dallas podcast. Today's special guest is gospel recording artist, Gabriel Ori. He is anointed and he is hella smart. He has degrees forever. And even his degrees have degrees that have degrees. But you can catch his new single this year. No, not like this year, 2021. Name of the single is called This Year. <laughs> We'll get into that in the interview, but you can stream that right now wherever you listen to your music, wherever you get your music from. I appreciate you guys once again for coming back and kicking it with your boy, though. Whether you're listening to us on the podcast or you're watching us on our YouTube channel or on social media, I appreciate you guys for doing that. Uh, Speaking of, you can find us on Facebook, the Intro Dallas Podcast, or you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at SMG Officially. Do me a favor. Follow, follow, follow. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's your boy, Taz. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. Number one, it's free. Number two, they're creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So do me a favor, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey, what's up, everybody? Now that you all are listening to the Intro Dallas podcast, do me a favor and follow us on social media. On Facebook, you can follow us at the Intro Dallas podcast or you can follow our radio station at Spotlight Radio The Light. On Twitter, you can find us at SMG Officially, and Instagram is the same, SMG Officially. So you guys to follow us so that you can be kept up to date with everything that's going on. And you can download our app right now for Spotlight Media Group simply by going to www.ilovethespotlight.com. Let's get back to the show. Hey, so before we get into uh, the interview, let me get you guys what's going on in entertainment news right fast. Let's talk about the one and only Miss Tamala Mann. <clears throat> entertainment news. So, um, you know me. I love a good singer. Um, if you can sing and take me somewhere special, and I, I think that goes for everybody. If you can sing and take your audience somewhere special, you will never, ever lose. And there's one person that does it all the time. It's Tamla Mann. Let's talk about this new project. She has, um, her new project is to be released uh, Friday, August 6th, and it is entitled Overcomer. Tamla says, uh, I poured my experiences into the lyrics putting my heart and soul into the words on this album. It's me looking at my life and the things I was dealing with, trying to learn from those things and doing what I can to overcome them. Uh, The track list, the people that she's worked with and the featured artists on this project is ridiculous. 
So let's just talk about some individuals who were actually featured on this project. Uh, of course, the one and only Kirk Franklin, Wyclef Jean, Todd Delaney, Travis Green, and the fellas. Look, this is going to be one of those projects that you need in your library. Wherever you download your music, wherever you stream your music, I need you to do me a favor. Friday, August 6th, I need you guys to stream or download Overcomer by Tamla Man. For more information, of course, you can go to TamlaMan.com. Now, without further ado, let's get into the interview. It's your boy Taz. Let's go. Take the quote that I said, weeping may endure for a night but joy comes in the morning. And whenever you wake up, that's the morning for you. It doesn't have to be bright and sunny. It could be a rainy night, dark, storming, but it could still be your What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Taz. And once again, you are listening to or you are watching the Intro Dallas podcast. Uh, man, today is one of those situations where, uh, you know, you just have to be in the right place at the right time to meet the right people. I have had the opportunity to meet a gifted, talented, anointed, and super smart man. Like, just looking at the bio, like, he has bachelors and the academies and all this stuff. He got degrees on everything, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. The one and only Mr. Gabriel Ori. Taz, Ori, man. Just like Oreo cookie. Just drop the O on the, on the last one. love Oreo Ori. cookies, too. Yeah, Double man, stuffed yeah. is it. <laughs> <laughs> How you feeling, Man, welcome brother? to the show, man. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Love it being here. Thank you for the opportunity. Absolutely, man. So just learning about you, first and foremost, let me tell you, the single that I got is Bananas. Man, I really appreciate that, man, especially coming from you guys. Definitely always good to hear somebody like catching what you're trying to do. I love your sound. And what's amazing about your sound is it's not something that everyone else does. And I think that's why it's going to be that effective because a lot of the sound that we hear today has lost its oomph. So you come in with something different. I believe that you are about to make an impact on people that is going to be unbelievable, man. And that's all I really want to do is make that impact. That's what I'm here for, to make that impact and make that yep. difference. Give a fresh sound. That's what I'm here for. Well, I'm a nosy one, man. So I did some research. <laughs> I, need, I, I need answers, man. You learned your musical gift or you acknowledged your musical gift at the age of seven. What happened at that time for you to be like, okay, God, this is what you have for me? <laughs> well, you know, I'm the son of pastors, you know, so mm. when I was born, you know, you, yeah, I'm a PK. So I was born like literally on the musician stand. They just kicked me out right there. Yeah. And, and as a kid, you know, uh, just young, you know, you like noise and like every little kid that I know that I grew up with, we like the drums. So I gravitated to the drums at an early age seven. Yeah. Um, and from there, I just picked up the guitar. That was my love. Uh, at the age of nine, at the age of 15, I got on the keys and that was, that was my thing. Um, yeah. And because I could play guitar, I could play bass as well. So that's me. Man, I envy people who can play guitar. I tried to, so I've been, I'm kind, kind of like you. I've been in this church thing, musician and singing since I could talk, but like I recently tried to pick up guitar and I threw it down real fast because the tip of my fingers, I'm not made for that. I am. I, I'm not built for that. I learned at an early age. Um, yeah. You gotta so, develop those muscles and the fingers, man. 
<laughs> and just um, I learned to pick my battles. <laughs> I feel, I feel. So being involved in church at such an early age, how was it um, the growing up stage as opposed to friends and hanging out or not being able to? Like, how did that go for you? Well, you know, like probably every PK, you know, when you grow up in a household that uh, you realize that you kind of like an extended representation of your parents, you know, and they represent one thing, it puts a lot of unnecessary pressure um, on kids and it's not it's not like me having a, an awareness of that when I was young it's the other people around me teasing mm-hmm. me and saying oh man you can't do that you can't be here so what does mm-hmm. that do for a person a PK makes you curse the most makes you try yeah. to get into the most things makes you try to be the loudest the, the most boisterous the first one to do things and so that's the kind of effect that it kind of had you know on me but thank God for my parents you know who instilled some control you know self control um, in me so yeah, that, that's kind of like with that. I was a little bit of shame, I guess, growing up um, yeah. of being a PK. Uh, but thank God I'm way over that, man. So we're we about to help a, a, a whole, whole bunch of PKs then. What's the one thing you learned that you would express to another PK about that experience? I would say to always just be yourself. You know, everyone has a different personality. It's unique. That's what makes you who you are and embrace that that uniqueness separates you from the all the clones all the people who's trying to because we try to submit to a culture or a style to make you fit in and i'm telling you being yourself uh makes you stand out from the crowd so embrace that embrace who you are moving right along man uh you signed with uh an independent label in the early 90s uh (laughs) how how did that influence, how did it influence and what did you learn back then that you still apply to what you're doing today? Oh man, I, so I would say it like this, um, I was a sponge when I was mm-hmm. up in New Jersey. I got signed to an independent record company in New Jersey and I was stationed in Fort Hood, Texas. I was in the, in the army. And so okay. I was in Texas. I love Texas, man. Um, but uh, you wouldn't I, like it now as hot as heck. <laughs> man. It was hot when I was there, but, <laughs> but, but I, I got signed and I left the military for that. That was my mm-hmm. dream, you know, and what I learned up there, it was like, I, looking back at it, I was like a sponge and how I'm applying it today. It's kind of like, I soaked up everything that I learned. Cause I met famous people. I made beats mm-hmm. for famous people. I learned the craft of, you know, being a producer, you know, and the business of how the music operated at least at that time because you know now and back then is two different worlds yes different worlds but i learned that world then and when i left new jersey and came here uh one thing that you know i was chasing the music and doing grinding Mm -hmm. everything like that um long story short uh god kind of took me away from that and he said listen i got yes you're great with the music and things like that but i have more for you and you need to learn my word just like you you know that music you need to get into my word and if you get into my word then i'll bless you so the reason why i say i was a sponge up there because everything that i soaked up i didn't understand at mm-hmm. all eq mixing all that stuff i'm in the studio with like jay-z's engineer young guru and i'm, I'm i would sit there and ask questions and go back to our studio and try to play an experiment yeah but just never understood it as soon mm-hmm. as i obeyed god and put the music to the side, told my manager, I'm not doing it anymore. This is what I'm doing. 
instantly it's like God took that lid off and yeah. I, un I just understood. So I look at being in New Jersey and being in those studios and being around that environment atmosphere as a school and yeah. I soaked it up. And so to, to this day, I still uh, kind of, you know, ooze that out of me. <laughs> yeah. One thing you said that I, I, I think is very important for just music artists in general and any genre is knowing the business and not just saying I'm going to get on the microphone and just believe that this song is going to be hot and I'm going viral and make a million dollars. What is the most important uh, business information? What is the first important business information you would give to new artists? I would say you should study or go out and at least get the knowledge and understanding. Knowledge is just information, but understanding information. You know, like people have um, a hard time even knowing or understand what copyrights are. Right. Yes. Um, but I would say before you even go to try to put out a song, you don't have to because back in the day when I was back in that time, it was kind of like everything was compartmentalized. All right. Mm -hmm. You're the artist. Don't focus on anything else, but just be. But the artist. yes, but the artist. Right. So what that does, it boxes that person where they can't get anything any other world because i look mm -hmm. at those things as worlds so they don't know anything that goes on in that world the management world or goes on uh in in the business world right they only know their world and yes they they become great in their world but they become very ignorant so mm -hmm. when you having other people handle your stuff you don't even know or understand what they're supposed to be doing mm -hmm. so they can be manipulating you and you don't won't even know it. so i would say uh learn each world yeah, just a tad, but the basics of that world. What is the basics of this world? You learn it first. So that way you can know when you do get to that point where you have managers and you have mm -hmm. different people trying to represent you, you know the business of it. And you can say, yeah, no, that's helping me. No, that's not helping me. No, I want to do this. The artist has really, you You are the you are the person. I, I look at the artist as the ship, right? On the yes. water. And all the seagulls and the budgets and that, that's the lawyers, that's all the managers. They come flying around because the money ship is in the water. And so mm -hmm. you need to know that not everybody's for you, but if you if you know your business and you learn that, you'll be so much better off. So much Definitely. better. Definitely. And it, it keeps you to where you you don't have to keep on praying and fasting and hoping God sending you the right people. Because <laughs> you, 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 you're wondering why you're not making money like you're supposed to be. Prayer does not transfer knowledge. I need everybody to understand that. I believe and trust God for everything, but there are some things that God just gave us good sense to have to understand and grasp our own selves. <laughs> you have to. You have to. Man. Prayer does not transfer any knowledge. Case in point, you have a car. The car operates. It's a, a combustible engine. It mm -hmm. needs gasoline. So you can pray all day. But if you don't put gas in the tank, you're going to be on the side of the road. <laughs> Not yes. only are you the uh, the the music guy, but you are a successfully married oh. um, artist. How important a role. And I understand that uh, as the Bible says, we are equally yoked. How important <laughs> is it to have a wife who is uh, as focused not in just the the music part of you but the ministry part that the music brings is man listen that is the most important thing because in in a family situation it's not just you 
And so mm -hmm. before I was married, I was I would be like, yo, I'm grinding, I'm grinding, right? Yeah. And so I stay up all night, you know, trying to work on music, doing yeah. whatever I'm doing. But now when you have a wife there, right, that's another person. And so you mm -hmm. have to divide your time. So a smart married man would sit with his queen and they will work out a schedule and agree on that schedule. And mm -hmm. fellas, I mean, agree. So when your agreement says, hey, I'm going to cut it off at this time, cut it off. at Cut time. it off at this time. Yeah. <laughs> Cut it off at that time. So nothing, nothing works in a relationship without agreement. So I believe the power of agreement could, could uh, diffuse a lot of potential uh, situations that could come yeah. up because of that. A lot of people, uh, a lot of artists in industries uh, that we don't even know is married because they feel like it would devalue <laughs> who they are. How, what is one of the things that you saw God do for you musically after you got married? Man, listen, my wife, I thought I was uh, organized. My wife is very organized. So uh, before I got with my wife, I was like a last minute person, right? And yes. So I, I, I wouldn't really, I, I would have the plan in my head, right? And sometimes I would write it down, but I wasn't disciplined enough to all the time follow that plan my wife is such an orderly organized woman mm -hmm. and I, I i think a lot of females are like that they're very organized so when you tell a female this is what i'm going to do it's like the way god made them they're like oh they're incubators so it's like they incubate yes. what you say they they give birth to it and they give it back to you hey yes you said at this time, you're going to do this at this time. Why you ain't, make it happen. <laughs> why you ain't doing it? So my wife has really kept me uh, organized. And I think yeah. that really catapulted me uh, to the place where um, I need to be and where I'm at right now. I commend, her. I commend her, but I commend you because, you know, we, we live in a day and time where most, most men be like, oh, I'm just married and she ain't whatever. But if... <laughs> If we really understand and recognize what the Bible say, a man that findeth a wife, findeth a good thing and obtain favor, Bro, man, that's something. That I got with her, man. Yeah, man. Beautiful one. Shout out to my wife, Robin. Shout out. So what I'm not going to do is jack up the name of this single because <laughs> I've played this out in my head over and over again. So I'm going to let you say it, then I'm going to ask a question. So the name of the single is called This Year featuring Regina Skeeters. That's the name of the single. I think you're talking about the name of this album. The project, yes. Yeah, the name of the project. It's called Ecclesia. Ecclesia. I, so I'm from Mississippi, so then none of that stuff registered with me. <laughs> Why is it, uh, and I, I understand that uh, to you, it's important to note the origin behind this name why is it important to understand the origin of that word meaning church because the way we've been doing church is all wrong and mm -hmm. here's what i mean we've developed a mentality and a mindset that the building we go to is the church and that is not the church mm -hmm. you are the church mm -hmm. you are the ecclesia another way to say ecclesia is ecclesia <laughs> that's probably where my mind was right there <laughs> that's that's another way to say it i just choose to say it that way uh ecclesia i like that way i like that spelling too i don't say ecc i like the ekk um mm -hmm. ecclesia the way they spelled it uh in in the greek but it simply means church it means the called out ones it, it means the representation 
of the kingdom of God on earth, we have to be the ecclesia. The ecclesia is a government. It's not a building. So the church means government, governmental agency that represents the kingdom of God on earth. So if you represent God, then your opinions doesn't matter. Yes. Only, only what the kingdom says. You're and talking like somebody who have a good degree in theology. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Only has a small degree to know how to pronounce words that I still can't say. Uh, okay, let's talk about the single this year with Regina Skeeters, man. How it? Uh, how did this come about? What's what's the the concept? Man, listen, man. That song was birthed uh, at least three or four years ago, right? And everybody I talked to, they think that song came because of the pandemic. It they sounds did. like very pandemic-ish. But, 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 but that's the power of God, my brother. Yes. So I, I, I have a whole project. My, my Ecclesia project is done. It's been done for years. But at the time, God would not allow me to release it. So mm -hmm. I had to sit with this project and just sit for years. And so that song, uh, my, my girl Regina Skeeters, was birthed because of fear. So think about the scripture that says, weeping may endure for the night, but joy, joy comes in, come in the, morning. the morning. So now we all know morning may not be the same for everyone, meaning right. the timing of it, right? Morning can be someone at night. That could be their mm -hmm. morning. That's when, they, that's when they're weeping. So that's when their joy can come. This year is the same conceptually. So notice I didn't date it. I just said this, this mm -hmm. year, whatever your year is to come out of fear and to get everything that God has for you that's what this song was birthed of. So this song is personal to me because you, if you listen to the hook, I'm like, hey, backwards on the block this year, no more yeah. nine to five on the clock this year. Because look, I'm on the clock, I'm on the nine to five. I, I, I wanna get away from this systematic way mm -hmm. of doing things and, and follow God in faith with what he's given me. But the fear there, right? So you wrestle yeah. with that. So this is like a declaration. This is like a prophetic faith de declaration to say, look, this year, whenever your year is, this is the year that I'm going to do what God told me to do. Yeah, so it, 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 it's funny that you would say that. I was on, on Twitter a couple of days ago and somebody posted, I feel a urging in the spirit to just quit my job and trust God for everything. And I'm thinking to myself, Negro, you about to be broken on the side of the road. <laughs> so <Never> caution. <laughs> look, so knowing that you feel that this is as anointed and called for the season as it is. How, how did it feel knowing whenever this was complete that you still had to stay in the nine to five, the regular situation, but still at the same time believing if I can get this to the right person, I, this can catapult me to somewhere I've never been before. So let me say this, I am still in the nine to five, but let me tell you what happened between the waiting, like you're asking, to the time of finally this year. releases. I grew mm -hmm. mentally. I feel like God, God is a manufacturer. Mm -hmm. So before any manufacturer puts their product out for mm -hmm. distribution for people to, oh, let me get this. He has to test it first. Yeah. So no manufacturer puts out a product before they test it. So the chair I'm sitting in, the chair you're sitting in has been tested. If they say, hey, 500 pounds can go in there, they got to throw 500 pounds on it to make sure that what they say it can do, it can do. So for me, 
in this waiting period, I feel like God mentally wanted to strengthen my mind um, and, and ensure that I'm in it for the right reasons. Yeah. If, if you follow what I'm saying. Yeah. Ensure that I'm in it for his glory, for the way that he wants me to do it. You know, I know money come. I, I know that all of that's going to come. But mm -hmm. I have to make sure that I'm, I'm astute in the word and yes. strong because where I'm going, it's a lot of uh, principalities. Mm -hmm. And so I'm prepared for that mountain. That is, uh, I feel like I've been talking to you for like years because like you're saying <laughs> things now that I've, I've, I've been trying to get out over and over again, how we always say, God if if you give me this right now and this is what i'm going to do it's like god already know that real intention it's like we try to pimp god and make a deal with him to make him give us stuff that we that he know we're not ready for but we think we are yeah you're right it's amazing right yep. who do you um who is the targeted audience or the person that you want to uh this song to reach and what is the the biggest message you would want to get to them so this project Ecclesia, I know that it's going to start off in the church, in the, in the body, in the form. Mm -hmm. I know it's going to start there, but it's my hope that it doesn't stay there. Mm -hmm. I want it I to make an impact. So we know in the world right now, especially, I, I feel like everything happens for a reason. And I feel like it's a reason why God wanted to squeeze me now as me being that sponge. He wanted to squeeze mm -hmm. uh, some things out of me in this particular season. And for me, I just try to sit back and look around. Okay, what's going on? What, what? And you see the pandemic, you see the fear, mm -hmm. uh, you see um, even even the principalities, I'll say it like that, the principalities at work, at least I see it. Um, and you just kind of look at this situation and like, man, you know, uh, what are we gonna do? You know, and God is like, if my people who are called by my, name, by my name, okay, yeah. Gabe, Gabe, go. Yeah. And so I, I feel like, this is going to start off in the church realm, but I wanted to reach, uh, I wanted to be able to reach the young folks, mm -hmm. especially because they're the one who's, who's coming up this next generation. And thank God I have a son. I have a 20 year old son. So I'm up, up yes. on exactly what's, what's popping right now and the lingo, yeah. what, what they talk about. And I'm like, wow, it's, yeah. it, it amazes me that the generation now has so much but they are so ignorant mm -hmm. and, I'm, yeah. and I'm like, I'm like baffled by it, but I feel like I can be a bridge to the younger folks mm -hmm. You see, I'm not so old that I don't know, you know, that side and the older folks, you know, I'm not so young where I can't relate to how it used to be. So it's like new wine, you know, uh, but I, I want to be the translator, Cause you know, Gabriel, I think the communicator. All day long. The the one thing that will definitely help you in reaching both audiences. I love your look, and if my head wasn't so big, I would love this brown uh, hat that you have on and this blue one. But I just can't find the right size to fit my head. How important? Funny, how man. important does your physical image or the your look play into your artistry? I look at it like this. Uh, we call Jesus. Jesus is a king, right? He's mm -hmm. a king. And if you know anything about kings, if you study kingdoms, kings compete. And what I mean by that 
if you think about Solomon and all the things he had, you know, the Bible talks of him as being one of the wisest men. And and you had Queen Sheba, I think that was her name. She came through and she was looking. And as she entered into his kingdom, she was so baffled and so amazed because even the servants this guy had was better or dressed better and ate better and lived better than her uh, whole squad. Yeah. And she was impressed by that. So image is very important. I know that sometimes, you know, especially in the, the old wine, in the old yeah. church, it's kind of like, hey, you know, uh, God is going to, you know, use you and he will use you, right? He'll use anybody. But I believe just like Jesus, you know, when they called him Jesus, Lord, and he said, who calling me Lord? I'm blind, blind. And you call me Lord because see the word Lord means owner. I own you. So if I own you and you blind, that looks bad on me. Yeah. So uh. image, image is very important to God. Because if if we're saying I represent the king, God, and you can't even pay your mortgage, something must be wrong with your God. So yeah. if you're looking at me and I'm saying, serve God, and I'm in down in the muck in the mud. Mm -hmm. Then they're not going to want to serve the God I serve. Him, yeah. So I, I am not saying that if you are in a situation like that, God will not use you or God will not help you. I am simply saying that at the same time, God is a king, right? He's a God. Jesus mm -hmm. is king. And he says he's the king of other kings. Yeah. So you're a king. So sit up straight. Put your crown on, man. Yeah. Take the dirt off your shoulder, man. And be that king. Represent yeah. your God to the fullest. So that's yeah. how I feel. I'm stuck in my brain, and I, I'm 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 gonna let you go. But you've given me like ten thousand reasons to have a whole new revelation about the sponge. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm thinking about the sponge being soaked up, because like even whenever you're cleaning something, you don't squeeze out all the water at one time. You have mm -hmm. to let it seep out bit by bit. And it goes, it's uh, uh yeah, that that part. Uh I absolutely love uh I love the song. I love what you're doing. I I love what you stand on, but even more, I I hear the preacher behind the music. Oh boy. <laughs> I hear the preacher behind the music. So I understand all these degrees that you have um as opposed to ministry, but even outside of ministry, you have a degree in computer something. What, what, what? Computer networking. Admin. See, you smart, you brilliant. You I always gonna have money. money. You <laughs> always gonna be paid. <laughs> How important why was it important to have um other degrees outside of your music um i think uh my dad, i don't know why you just sounded like stevie wonder whenever you say i think anyway go ahead <laughs> my, my dad was a very he, he's very integral in my life um yeah. shout out to my dad uh bishop Ori, and he was the one who advised me and encouraged me hey man take up some computers man you know the world is going that way and you know back in 2003 um when i was thinking about it at that time i was in new jersey man i was living my life you know mm -hmm. i was around music and everybody was telling me hey man you should go to full sale it was college called full yeah. sale florida should, yeah yeah you should go to full sale man and get a degree on it and um or or that's what i was thinking and the people around me in the studio were like you don't need to go to full sale man you in the studio like you working with the guys that's doing it 
Like you're gonna yeah. learn more here than there, right? And so my dad was telling me, hey man, you should go to school. You, you know, take up computers, you know, take something up because that's where the world is going. So to answer your question, to me, it's very important to be diverse, right? Uh, you should, this is my thinking only, this is not a mandate, but I feel that a person should know a little bit about a broad range of things, yes. right? That way, uh, for me personally, I feel God is calling me to do that because of who I have to talk to. I may have to talk to different fields, right? Mm -hmm. So if I'm not astute to picking corn, but I know how to pick tomatoes, mm -hmm. then I might damage some corn when I go to pick it. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Because I, I'm not coming in the right language. I'm not coming at, in, in the right way. So if I'm going to talk to a business audience, I need to have some biz business acclimates to yes. be able to, to talk in that way. I'm still talking kingdom. They don't know it, right? Mm -hmm. But I'm talking kingdom. I'm sliding the kingdom in it, but I'm doing it in business principles or I'm doing it in sports principles or yeah. I'm doing it in mechanical principles so people understand uh, and then they can get it. That's how yeah. Jesus did. That's why he yeah. talked in parables so much. So I think it's very important to get education um, and have a, a broad a broadband. I, li I like to read books, you know, and read different books. I can tell. The Bible. I can definitely <laughs> tell. <laughs> So I, I think it's very important. It makes you more well-rounded. So when you get in different environments, you can flip that hat and put a different yeah. thing on. So with the last five minutes of this interview, uh, inspire us. Just give us something. <laughs> well, I would say that, you know, um, take the quote that I said, weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. And whenever you wake up, that's the morning for you. It doesn't have to be bright and sunny. It could be a rainy night, dark, stormy, but it could still be your morning time. So admonish what you have. Look within yourself. Everyone has purpose. It's sad that everyone will not realize their purpose. And then you add to the graveyard. You add to the value of the graveyard. If I could be a miner and I can mine the grave, oh, what would I find in that grave? Books that were never written. Paintings that never got painted, songs that never came out. That's you. That's all in you. So don't let the graveyard rob you or rob us of what you're supposed to, you know, deposit in this generation. So be that deposit for this generation. Man, I absolutely love it. And like, as you was pointing, I actually really feel like you was like really just talking to me, like a home, a real home, homeboy conversation. That's right. I'm talking. I'm talking to you. I'm dealing with some stuff right now, and that 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 was one time for me, bro. I appreciate you for that, man. How can the audience find out more information about you? Hey, man, you can look me up on my social media platforms. Uh, Gabriel Ori on Facebook, you know, on Instagram is uh, at gori4. Uh, Twitter, King G for Christ. Uh, you can just type my name in YouTube. You'll find me. Um, usually just type Gabriel or you'll find me anywhere. Definitely. Man, we definitely appreciate having you on the show on today. And we look forward to establishing a dope relationship with you so that every time you have something going on, you are right here at the intro, Dallas. And whenever you make your way to Dallas, hey, I have some food I got to introduce you to. Bruh, you put me on, I am bro. a foodie, for real. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's your boy Taz, and you are listening to or watching the intro Dallas podcast. Do me 
favor. Follow this man on all social media. We will make sure that we have everything listed in the description, but we'll also have a link from my website, www.ilovethespotlight.com. Once again, man, thank you for being a part of today's show, and we look forward to everything that you have going on. Yes, sir. Appreciate it, y'all.